so um, I stopped at the Seven Eleven on the way here, mm-hmm. and I get up to the till, and there's like these already these two fucking guys at the till, All right. and they're fucking talking back and forth, like you know, like people are laying it on thick. You know, they're being overly nice. Oh yeah, I've been guilty of that. Oh, there's nothing that fucking makes me boils my blood more than seeing <laughs> that kind of fucking shit go on it's just like why do you even like it takes more work to lay it on thick than it does to just be real <clears throat> it's true anyway that's For not really some. the no it's not true if if it's not true it's because of like you know anxiety or something like that yeah but you're creating you're making it so that in those situations you have to lay it on thick mm. Yeah, which is like, you know, it's like the cycle of oppression. It always ends in oppression. And the cycle of laying it on thick can only result in you continuously having to lay it on thick. Because otherwise, you look like an asshole, right? You're having a No, I think you look like way more of an asshole if you're you're laying it on thick, to be quite honest. And setting a high standard for uh, cheerfulness can land you in rough waters. You can be cheerful and nice without laying it on thick. Okay, so like, what's an example of of laying it on thick? If you could, um, if I was laying it on thick, you know, we'd be like saying thank you a hundred times uh, in the during the transaction, mm-hmm. you know, or making completely unnecessary uh, small talk. You know, I always comment oh, it's on the weather. Really good and windy out there. <laughs> You think I give a fuck? I'm working a fucking till at the sub. Anyway, it's not the reason I brought this up, although it's a fucking great topic. Um, One of these two dudes says to the fucking cashier, he points at him. He's like, oh, you must remember me. And the cashier is looking at him like, who the fuck is this guy? He's like, I'm the guy who you never have my cigarettes. Oh, no. My cigarette type. And the guy's like, well, you know, what cigarette type? He's like, you guys never have it. Nobody ever has it. And he's like, well, what is it? He's like, John Player Special Smooth Regular 20 Pack. Jesus. I immediately said, who the fuck buys 20 packs? Did you say that? I said it. (laughs) I... I immediately cut right through the laying oh, it on fuck. thick. I cut it through like a <laughs> fucking hot knife through butter. Oh, God. And this guy is like, oh, I bet you don't have my cigarettes. I'm going to come up with the fucking. I'm like, nobody's going to have th- that fucking those types of cigarettes. Who no. the fuck is buying 20 packs? It's fair. And also JPS, not that common. <clears throat> well, I mean, they're fairly common. At least they were when I was smoking. But. If also, you're going to like come up with the most obscure ask for your cigarettes <laughs> and then you're going to be like, I bet you I can I can guess ahead of time. You're not going to have it. It's not a guess if it's a yeah, but this constant guy, thing. This guy and this is in the process of him of him laying it on thick. Oh, and I fucking called him out. <laughs> and like, why go back to the store? They both turned around. Both guys at the till. They weren't even together. And they both <laughs> turned around and looked at me. Did they say anything? Yeah, the guy's like, uh, the 20 packs are popular, man. Oh, God almighty. I was like, let me guess. 
I didn't say this. This is what I'm thinking. At this point, I, I just stopped talking. <laughs> <clears throat> Let me guess. You're the type of guy who gets to go out once a month when his wifey lets him, and he likes to buy a pack of 20s because that's the only time he's allowed to smoke. That's a pretty common thing. I'm almost 100% sure that's what this guy was up to. And it's, uh, it's a weekend, too. It's very possible. I like my 20-pack. Okay, I, I will say I, I buy 20s. Why? You got you're okay, explain. I, I smoke less when I That's have less bullshit. in the pack. I do. That is a psychological bullshit. Definitely is. But when I have it's completely psychological. And you're paying more. It's more Man, expensive. It's pretty much balanced out now. No. You're looking at a dollar a smoke now. Yeah, well, I guess if you're always buying at a convenience store, which only dumbasses are. Would you recommend a smoke shop? I would recommend a place that isn't charging, like, you know, like the really the best place that used to be. I'm, I'm not sure that it still is today. Yeah. Domo. Domo yeah, always Domo had the fucking the cheapest smokes. That's very true. There's lots of places that offer discounted smokes. Uh-huh. So the convenience store is not it. No, there's a like a mom and pop shop across from the smoking uh, 20 packs. You should feel like a complete loser every time you ask for a 20 pack. I don't care at all. But a lot of the times they're like, sorry, we don't have 20 in, in that. Of course, thing. So I'll just buy the 25. Who the fuck is smoking 20 packs? Now, I get what's going on right now. Yeah. Is they've now changed the packaging. They're trying to make in Canada. They're trying to make the packaging inconvenient in that they want the packaging to not be able to easily fit into your pocket and shit like that. Oh, yeah. Right. So I've seen a few of those. I could see people going to 20 packs just to get around that. Uh huh. But no, no, no. You and this other fuck at the 7-Eleven <laughs> specifically seek out 20 packs. I always just like to... You know what? You know who used to reduce. buy 20 packs when I was around smokers? Whom? People who were fucking broke and dumb. Well, post-secondary student, man. Dude, you do the fucking math. The you difference s- is nominal. Well, and you have five extra smokes. That's true. That's true. I don't know. I find having less, I smoke less. And it's completely in my head, but I go with it sometimes. What you need to do is you need to get a machine with a time release. (laughs) And every so many hours, it's going to dispense you a cigarette because you can't control yourself. (laughs) You have zero willpower. I've got some. It's just, you know. Apparently not. Apparently when you can't, you can't buy a 25 pack because you just can't be trusted with it. (laughs) I just like to, to have less on me. That's all it is. See, if, if you would have said, oh, it fits better in my pocket, I would have been like, okay. I always throw it in my jacket pocket, so no. it's not an issue. You, but you're buying not a problem. 20 packs to be a problem. I don't know. I don't mind them. I'll stand up for the 20-pack people. Not laying it on thick, but... Uh, you just, at, at the beginning of this conversation, admitted to that you normally lay it on thick. It may have been me <clears throat> in the store. It wasn't you in the no. store. This guy, this <laughs> dumbass toque and a fucking beard and sunglasses on yep. in the set. Yeah, that's He's fair. looking for his John Player special regular smooth 20. Not having it, JP says. It's not fucking Starbucks or, or Burger King where you can have it your way. You know what I mean? Yeah, but also, I don't know. I think smokes are pretty readily available. And then, and then the dude had the nerve to say, well, if you if you would have had had them, I would have bought a cart. Oh God! Yeah, who's buying a carton of smokes at the convenience store 
unless they've got you know money to burn. Which as a smoker, this guy had no money to burn. This guy was was getting. Uh, could you put ten dollars on pump three? <laughs> hey man, you got to keep it uh, keep it frugal sometimes. Ten dollars of gas is barely a drive to the Seven Eleven. What is the price of gas these days? It's expensive. Like yeah. It's almost dollar fifty a liter. Shit. Yeah. Not good. No, especially for you cheap ass tippers and your fucking Uber Eats. Goddamn right. I was at uh, at Subway on Thursday, and uh, it's the one on campus. And they Did had you a- use the app. No, no, I just walked in. Loser. <laughs> they had a tip option on the machine. I told you. What the hell, I man? I told you all about this. How do you solve that problem? I just didn't tip. You get the fucking app. Right. Yeah. You right. you forced yourself to look like cold. an asshole. Fuck that. You totally did. And next time you go there, yeah. guaranteed if it's the same people, they're going to remember you. Oh, it's this guy. So we're going to squinch on the fucking toppings. He's going to have to at- constantly ask for more. Not at this location because like the that other was one. The f- you, they- have, you haven't been back since you didn't tip. This is a different location. Oh, well, you can only burn a location once. That's fair. Um, but they also kind of made fun of me for not putting extra sauce in my sandwich. Good. Like, what the they fuck? Should. I've used mayo. That's a sauce. Sure. Right? And Depends on what sandwich, though. My, mine's always a turkey. Turkey, turkey? with uh, turkey breast so with fucking like boring. spinach, oh, red onion. Oh, God. That's not even like going pickles. out to eat. You could you get to make something fucking shitty like that at home. Oh, I could. I was just famished. You're going to fucking Subway. Man. You got to go fucking large. I was on the way to a thing. You know, I don't want to walk into a, a thing with half a sandwich. I wasn't going to eat the whole thing. So you got a six inch and you yeah. didn't finish it. No, I finished it. I didn't get a 12 inch. So but why? Be because one. you're getting a six inch. Do you have to get a fucking turkey? That's always been my sandwich. Oh my god! Always, man. I tried the uh, the cold cut combo one time. It was cold not cut my combo thing. is the bottom of the barrel sub for <laughs> Subway. You don't realize who you're fucking talking to. Apparently not. I used to work at Subway. Really? Yeah. It was my what? It was not my first job because yeah. I used to like wash dishes well before that. Yeah. But it was like my first non working for my dad job. Subway. Yeah. Was oh, I fun? got fucking stories about Subway. Don't even get me started. You so, can. um, yeah, the cold cut combo is their mo- least expensive uh, sub with meat on it. Okay. Um, I'm not going to tell any of these crazy stories because I'm just going to end up editing them out okay. later. Fair enough. But I do have a subway story from this week. Hit well, me. maybe it was a week ago. So I use the app. Yes, you do. And ordered. Two subs, steak and cheese. Oh, yeah, exactly. Okay, one steak and cheese, not fucking toasted, because we already know about what happens when you toast shit and then take it out. It's true. It's gonna get soggy. <clears throat> well discussed. Second sub, staple. Get it every fucking time I go there. Spicy Italian. Spicy Italian. Yes. Is that with like Italian cold it's got cuts? Pepperoni. It's got salami. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I do miss those sandwiches. I don't have them often. Like cured meats in a sandwich. Cured meats? There's no cured meats in a fucking uh, Philly cheesesteak. No, the uh, the salami and pepperoni one. Yeah, that's only half of the fucking order. Okay. Anyway, so I ordered it 
where it's you just go and it's sitting on a fucking rack. You don't even have to talk. You just what? pick it up and you walk the fuck out and you got a deal because you ordered it on the fucking app. And you're not getting asked to up fuck this, upcharge that. <laughs> fucking you want to have some cookies, you want some fucking um uh sun chips. I you do. Know, of I course you do, but chips. but when you're on the app you don't have to be upsold. N- nor do you have to deal with your fucking want for some sun chips. Mm. Right? You just literally walk in, walk out. And no getting made fun of. For what? No sauce. Well, whatever. I would have made fun of me anyway. <laughs> Even if it was a mobile order, I would have been like, this is the fucking guy that doesn't get sauce. What a bitch. <laughs> exactly. He probably smokes 20 packs. <laughs> um. Anyway, so I go in. I go in at the time that it's supposed to be ready. And the fucking rack is empty. Oh, shit. So I already know what's happened. They for, they haven't fucking made them, mm. right? So I try to pretend like I don't quite know that they haven't made them. And, you know, I'm looking around, you know? And then the guy's like, hey. <laughs> I'm like, hi. I'm like, fucking mobile order for Jerry. Fucking Jerry. He's like, oh, I forgot. Well, he was honest. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. So, so I stand there, and then he starts asking me fucking questions. Oh no! Do you want more lettuce? I'm like, just, I made a fucking mobile order, so I didn't have to deal with this dumbass <laughs> shit, right? Right. So I just said whatever's on the fucking order. Yeah. Not rudely. Sure. Because I learned my lesson about you know being rude to food service workers, which plays into the rest of this story. All right. So I get home. I enjoy. My subs. Not at the same time. Spaced out by a couple hours. It's the way to do it. You got yeah. me hungry now. Anyway, um, later that night, I get a fucking email asking for some feedback about my order. Oh. <laughs> so I fill okay. it all out, and I'm like, what do I do? I, I can't possibly complain, because then they're going to start fucking with my food. They're going to know, they, oh, they have to. Right? Yeah. How many fucking orders are they forgetting? Right. You know what I mean? They're Is immediately I, going to fuck. It's, it's always the same people that work there, like the owner, owner operators. Yeah. Fair enough. So I'm like, what do I do here? You know, like they're asking for feedback. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So I just put everything at like, you know, in the middle, like five Three. out of 10. Okay. Like not mad but not happy or whatever, satisfied or whatever improved. it would be. No, no, like satisfied, satisfied, I think was the choice. Okay. At the very bottom though, it asks for comments. Um, I wish I could bring up the exact comment, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, it was, it went something like this. I'd like to tell you that when I arrived to pick up my mobile order, I just walked out with my mobile order, but <clears throat> in actuality, the guy told me he forgot, but that never really happened because I don't want my food to get fucked with in the future. <laughs> so that definitely didn't happen. And that's how I ended, ended it. And I submitted it <laughs> the next day I wake up and I've got a fucking email from the owner. Oh, fuck the owner. I'm going to find the email. You should, man. I this have, is, a, this I have some... well, I don't have the, the, cause it was like a form, a web form that I filled out. Yeah. But, um, 
Wow. I might have to find, I'm not sure which email it's going to be in. Let me just look here. Yeah. I mean, in terms of uh, customer service, it sounds like they're doing well so far. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. Aside from the whole forgetting the sandwich, but the manager cares, at least from what I can see. I'm going to do a quick search and see if it's elsewhere. Yeah, the uh, turkey sandwich finished off with some banana peppers, a little pickle. Ugh. I would rather Black be hungry than, than have a turkey sandwich. I fucking hate turkey. It just hits the spot. And I did uh, whole wheat bread, too. That was a mistake. Huge yeah, mistake. Um, you got to go with like the plain white. And you'll notice that if you look at their nutritional information, you're not saving yourself any fucking health conscious bullshit. No. You either got to go with the plain white roll or the urban cheese. Urban cheese is pretty damn good. Urban cheese I go with on the spicy Italian. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the uh, the whole wheat has more calories than the other two. Could be wrong, but it's as you said, it's definitely up there. I don't have it, at least not on this email account. Um, let me try another quick search. All right. <laughs> yeah, Subway's really upped their game recently. It seems the restaurants look nice. Lots of animations. I saw... Okay, I don't have it. Basically, no? the owner of the subway said to me, like in an email, this big fucking long blah, 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 blah. It was personalized as well. Like, it wasn't like just a form paragraph. She, she says, I want you to know that I've sat down with my staff oh, and shit. told them about this problem. And I specifically said, it definitely <laughs> didn't happen. I told you I don't want it to be brought up. Yeah, you shouldn't have said anything, man. But but I thought I was doing them a favor, you know, by yeah. being truthful, right. not fucking with their survey results, right. okay? Because people pay a lot of money to get feedback and headquarters and bullshit. Yeah. But yeah, and the thing, I think I know why this happened. Yeah. Because English is not their first language. Okay. So I have a feeling she didn't, really get it get the sarcasm or the yeah. realism <laughs> um but to to specifically tell me that she shared it with their staff and this you know won't happen again uh-huh i can I, i'm not sure i can go back that's a tricky one like, i've been going there for again for a fucking long time they know me they don't know me <sighs> necessarily as jerry yeah because the mobile ordering has only it's only been like twice mm -hmm. but i guarantee you the next time i mobile order and that guy's working he's gonna put oh my face to jerry and then every time an order from jerry comes in he's gonna be like mm, that fucker yeah he got me written up exactly yeah even he though he may be a member of the owner's family or whatever sure you ah. might need to change your uh account name i wonder if that would throw them off well, I you know? could do that because Change I just Gary. got a new credit card in the mail. Like, you know, it expires every so many years. Yeah. I will have a different credit card number here in the next couple of days. Yeah, that could work. And honestly, they probably aren't checking that. I'd say they're checking name But and if it's order. not Jerry, what, do I, what am I going to put? Gary. No. Gary's a terrible... Like, Sorry, quite Dan, honestly, there, I guarantee but... you whether the name is different or not. Yeah. The second I go in there and pick up an order, he's going to associate it with whatever name is involved. Especially if you do 
your standard order. Well, I always do the standard order. Right. Why, why vary from perfection? That's that's fair, man. You know, one of the things you've taught me: when it's good, keep it. Yeah, don't you know? I mean, it can only get better from a turkey sandwich. I love it, man. It's just who the fuck eats turkey outside of Thanksgiving or Christmas? Yo, that. I enjoy, like, I'll buy a cold-cut turkey from the oh, grocery store and do, like, a... There's something wrong with you. Oh, I love it. Like a Why focaccia with avocado. Why not chicken? Yeah, chicken's fine, too. But why would you buy turkey over chicken? That's a good question. I I just always have, I guess. Not only and that, they have a chicken sandwich. Over there? Uh, it's not sliced. Right. It's, uh, it's like chicken finger-ish. At Jerry Mart? No, it's Subway. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Well, anyway. When I'm at home. Turkey. Yeah, I'll eat turkey sandwiches at home. I expect some fucking person who's trying to pretend like they're eating healthy to come in and order a fucking turkey sandwich. Not you. No, I definitely think, you know what? Let's eat the turkey. It's lean. It's better for you. I love it, man. It's not better for you. No, it's probably not. But what I do like doing is... It could be better for you. Not in that form. No. Anything that's compressed into a blob. Anything that's processed. Yeah. You can feel it, man. No, I'm just saying, like, when it comes to deli meats, not only are they, you know, ramped up in sodium and nitrates, but um, they're processed out of the the wazoo. It's true, man. Why not just splurge and have, like... The, the whatever your no-no sub is some capicola a little, they don't uh, have capicola at fucking subway yeah I, I genuinely like the taste of the turkey so when i worked at subway yeah um you used to have to be able to make a sub from start to finish mm-hmm. and like checked out like through you know the payment system yeah within 60 seconds that seems if you, unrealistic. If you couldn't do it, you couldn't work there. What is that? Just that location or company wide? I have no idea. I've only worked at one subway. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like too much. Because like, how long do you have to toast it? Do you remember? They didn't have toasting options back then. No toasting. Oh no no. Okay, that changes the game a little bit. There was no toasting at Subway until within like just the last five years. What? Yeah. It's got to be longer than that. Might be a little bit longer, but it's not that much longer. I can only remember having toasted Subway sandwiches. I feel like it's been a while. Yeah, but other places toasted. Subway just got into the toasting business. Maybe it's been a decade, but it hasn't been any longer than that for sure. Yeah, it's fair. I mean, those toasters aren't cheap, especially no, by it's just store. That toasting of subs was never a thing until Quiznos came along. Quiznos. The only reason they implemented toasting into Subway is because of the competition of Quiznos. Uh-huh. You a Quiznos person? No, I think we've talked about this. I would like to be right, but they're so, they're they force you to toast, right? And so you're the, immediately getting a soggy sub. It's the killer. Yeah, <laughs> even though they have those, you know, great pepperoncini peppers. Fuck yeah! You know they put they do put a you know good amount of meat on their subs. Everything's good. It's just if you're not sitting in, it's just not good. Just not having it. No, and who sits in these days? Yeah, exactly. I've pretty much been turned off the rest restaurant idea, like in terms of going out to eat. Oh, I haven't. Well, I guess we went. I've been in Brewster's a few times. Yeah. Yeah. It's like me and my 
dad's meeting spot. Nice. Yeah. That's so pretty like classic. Every couple of months or whatever, or every month or whatever, we'll just meet at Brewster's. They do have good stuff there. There was a lot of people there the other day. Like, it was like packed. I never haven't seen it like that in years. Yeah, it used to be the spot. I worked there. For no, the no, like, I know, but I've been going there for like twenty years. Yeah, um, literally twenty years. Um, when Beer Rev opened up, yeah, they lost a lot of business, even though they're owned by same same people. company. But Brewster's was kind of dead compared to Beer Rev. That's true. Yeah. No. It was it was bobbing. I'm trying to think of what day it was. Was it Wing Day? It was because it like they go. It was Wing Day. Ape shit on Wing Day, man. It was yeah. We were there at happy hour, and it was Wing Day. Oh yeah. And these motherfuckers were (laughs) there. These guys sitting like it was so packed. We were at like a table for two. Normally we would just take a booth. Right. Um, we're sitting at this table for two, and then they've got like those little round tables with the four chairs. Yeah. Um. This one dude showed up, and you could tell he was waiting for some people, and then two or three other dudes showed up. They must have ordered somewhere in the neighborhood of like 200 wings. Oh, God. Yeah, it was crazy. They had this enormous amount of fucking wings <laughs> and this gigantic piles of bones. Did it they was have crazy. Beer, too? I wasn't paying that much attention. From what I remember, you need to drink alcohol to get the special wing price. Oh, well, then they probably ordered a beer. Yeah. But. I, I got my dad into drinking the raspberry. It's it's pretty easy drinking. It's it's the best beer that they've got. I never really enjoyed it. It's to so be good with you. It's so good. And as a bartender, having to put those goddamn raspberries in. Oh, I could beer, care less if those raspberries are in there. The worst. But like my dad, like we were. I'm telling you, we've been going there for years. For a long time, yeah. And then I think it was in like this past summer. I was like, he ordered a beer and he didn't like it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you should just stick, you should just order ra- these raspberry ales. And he's like, no, I can't drink that. I wouldn't. So I said, here, have a sip. He's ne- he's only ordered raspberries ever since. It's pretty goddamn good. Yeah. Not my thing, but definitely the most popular beverage. Well, there you go. Yeah. You have a peach and a blueberry too, but the raspberry. The, the raspberry, like I've had all of those. The flavor you know like the flavor profile or balance of flavors is perfect on the raspberry it is nice. the blueberry is a little light on flavor i'm trying to remember what was the other one peach peach i don't know if i've had the peach it's kind of like the uh that apricot beer yeah but is it as good as an apricot mm, i'm not huge on the apricot either like the fruity beer apricot is fuck, that is the summer fucking bomb i find it leaves like a an artificial sweet aftertaste. I don't find it artificial at all. Huh. And I'm pretty sure they use real they definitely fruit. Do. Yeah. It's it's a good brewery. They had that um <clears throat> I don't know if we talked about it. Did we talk about they when they made that Mangalorian? Yeah, we drank a oh my few God, six packs those of those. Those are fucking great. That was a good beer. Yeah. The branding I wasn't sure no, about. No, I I wasn't a fan of the branding either. No. I get it. But that um, show was big at the time. Yeah. I guess. But it was fucking good. That Mangalorian beer was really fucking good. Yeah, it was dangerously good. And it was still like 5%, 4 or 5. 4.5 or 5%. Did the job, and it wasn't like overly carbonated. So, I mean, if you were out. It had a really good aftertaste. I don't know. It's that gone. summer. It was like a, I don't know what they call it, you know, like. Seasonal. Limited release. Yeah. They might, maybe they'll bring it out again next summer. I think they'd have to. 
I don't know. They've got a bunch of beers now. They've got like five or six different kinds. And then they do like a small batch too. I guess that's kind yeah. of the, the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah. But like big bottles, heavy stouts, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's where that's where they lose me. No stouts? No, I'm trying to remember which one I had. It wasn't the Scone of Gold. Yeah. It was a it was an IPA of some sort. Okay. And it was decent, but I wouldn't want to it was I wouldn't want to go any more hoppy. Was it you saying that the hops are like armpit? Or is that Johnny? Uh I don't think it was me. It was probably Johnny. Yeah. Oh Johnny. Yeah. Fucking turkey sub and twenty pack. Cigarettes. That's damn right. Wow. That's damn right. Man, I used to work at uh, our favorite local grocery store, the Jerry Mart, in like the, the food prep area. Uh-huh. Not pretty. Not pretty how? In terms of like sanitation and how so? upkeep. You can't just make these blanket statements without actually going into detail. Okay. So pretty much all of the food for you could walk up to the window and order. Just yeah, like you would at of any grocery store. Yeah, ready to eat type right. shit. So there's like the display stands. Yeah. Underneath of that yeah. was not clean for like a year. And there was like Does mold. There was, it was molding okay. and like coming into the case. Mm, and that's not good. after that experience, I won't be eating. So why didn't, those why didn't you just like speak up and say like, hey, I did. And they just said, oh, we like the mold. The mold is. Part of the je ne sais quoi. I just started cleaning it because I would always close. There you go. But uh, you you know, you're in those situations. You're like, I can keep trying to fix this, but the rest of the crew just isn't on board. And it's kind of a losing battle, you know? No, I would just do my own thing. That's what I did. But uh, So you just kept cleaning it? Kept cleaning it. Yeah. Fighting that uh, good battle. That's all you can do. Yeah, never again. I don't know if that's the same for every grocery store. I'm sure it's not. I only ever really ate out of their ready to eat place yeah when it first opened i was, was like on top of it for a couple of months i'd go there for lunch yeah yeah shocking but not really no i wouldn't either unless i was working there but hey sometimes you need something quick i guess so i've been watching a bunch of the cave with kenny beats Oh, yeah. Okay. You just find out about Kenny Beats, too? No. Didn't just find out about Kenny Beats, but just found out about The Cave. Okay. That's a, a great is series. That, is that like where he has somebody come in to make a song like right there, then and there? Yeah. Yeah, of course. It's been, it's, like it's been going on for years. 10 minutes on the beat and then... Yeah. yeah. But just to see like the the diversity of artists that he can work with is amazing. Yeah. He had Mac DeMarco on, Denzel Curry. Yeah, I've seen all of those. Doji Cat. Seen it. Yeah, they're all really good. Yeah. What always makes me laugh is like some people come he in. He did a whole album with Denzel Curry. I know. And as well with uh, Rico Nasty. I don't know if you've heard of her. No. I'm going to play some later. But um, yeah, some people come in so ready to work and the majority of people are just like fucked up, not taking the process seriously. And you, you see it in the product. But it's interesting when those... Serious motherfuckers come in. Makes me kind of want to start messing around with some computer software. Okay. Just don't share it with the public. Y'all won't be hearing it until it's uh, ready for presentation. So that's all you got on Kenny Beats? <laughs> um, well, actually, 
Also saw him on a podcast called Other Tone with Pharrell, uh, a guy named Fam Lay, and Scott Venner. It's an Apple podcast? No, thanks. And so far they've had Mark Ronson on, Kenny Beats. Why does it? Why does a podcast have to be specific to Apple? That's a good question because like it's available on YouTube, but if I just wanted to listen like on a streaming service, I wouldn't be able to. Yeah, that's dumb. You, you think you just want is you know you'd want it to be as accessible regardless of if it's being backed by Apple or Spotify or whatever. Yeah, like even Spotify owns Anchor, which distributes it to out everyone. to everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking Apple. I guess they're the ex- obviously exclusivity, but I'm not going over to Apple to listen to it. No. And I think ev- that every day that goes by, there's more and more people that are becoming Android users that will never ever listen or hear that because it's only on Apple. Yeah. I left the, uh, the iPhone style a while ago. Just doesn't compare. Have you even ever had an iPhone? Yeah. It was oh. like one of my, Second phone, third phone. I'm surprised. Dude. How long did it last before you broke it? Not long. Honestly, man, um, I did have it for a while, but it got to the point that the front screen was like chipping away. Like very, they make glass. them breakable on purpose. Do they? Of course. Yeah. yeah. They're so expensive. I mean, all phones now are, are that expensive. I guess if like you're getting the, the new Samsung phones that came out, like the the top of the line one, which is like the s22 or something yeah ultra which is like a note it's like starts at like 1200 bucks wow yeah well you put me onto this uh one plus stuff and i make I mean, the best phones their entry-level phone is fucking awesome yeah that's all you need does the job and personally i don't have the need for anything over that i like my mine it was their top of the line phone at the time yeah but i bought it because of the refresh rate on the screen it's like 120 hertz right that's crazy. on the cell phone yeah i think the one that i have is 90 yeah that's probably that's they're which is more great. common oh yeah, yeah that's still a, that's, 90 is still a lot yeah but 120 yeah. is ridiculous oh yeah it's crazy it's a good company yeah they make good shit um what's like oh who the who the fuck is buying milled weed that's a good question man why i see it everywhere. why is that even a thing and for those that don't know what milled weed is, it's like they put it through a fucking grinder already and it just comes all ground up, stems and all. Oh, stems and everything. Oh, the everything's in there. If you pick through it and look through it, it's, it's it's everything. I guess why would they pick it apart before? Exactly. Ugh. But like, what's the purpose of it? Like, Are people actually buying milled weed to smoke it? Well, I was talking to the lady at the Fire and Flower next to here and... Um, she said she likes it for packing bowls on the go, but like just grind your the weed. quality of that weed is fucking garbage. Yeah, like that would be so harsh on the lungs. Yeah, you might as well. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like smoking some homegrown. <laughs> Back when homegrown was you know a light bulb, and you know you know people weren't you know people didn't have these full spectrum little LED lights you could buy for forty bucks. You had to buy like a two hundred dollar high sodium fucking bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like I was telling you about our other friend. He he was growing all this weed in these campers and shit out on his parents' farm. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Nothing. It was just, just water and soil. That's it. That's all that went into the 
those weed plants and yeah, it was fucking shit weed. Yeah. <laughs> but if you got get it, you high? It, I don't I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> he claims it did. He's I think to this day is still smoking homegrown. Wow. Yeah. But I guess if you got used to it, it would work. You're pretty mellow, I'd assume. Might be perfect for me. I don't know. I want to grow a plant, but not allowed. The apartment board. Oh, yeah. They've gonna, set it out in stone. Know. You think it would smell? No, it doesn't smell. No? Not to not to that point. It's probably smell as much as it smells to exhale your vape. Interesting. Yeah. Because you've got a whole bunch of seeds. Yeah, but if you don't know where they came from, they were, it's a fucking, you know. True. I know the when I get strain. really good weed and I find a seed in it, yeah. I fucking put that shit somewhere and write it down exactly. Oh, this was the fucking shit. This was uh, our old guy Popeye. They had the uh, like he grew a bunch of weed and put on like a special price. It was runts, black runts, I think. Yeah, we got seeds. I don't from have that, really but... good memories about Popeye's weed. No, no, it wasn't great. Not compared to uh, the stuff you can get these days. Um, I will say that. You know, Chronic Post, they're almost out of everything. Like, they don't have anything on their website. Like, even edibles? No, they're like, they've taken all that shit off their website. Yeah, at least they're, like, they've got to sell it. They've got to be on their way out. No, no, I, I have a feeling that they're just taking a loss on some of it. Wow, there is nothing. You're right. Yeah, I've been following it because I'm about to run out of fucking weed <laughs> and uh, I'm going to have to go to a fucking retail store and buy some you are man and i just i've, I've smoked this og kush that yeah. they have remaining on here it's okay it's not worth 99 dollars an ounce i as although it's way better than any fucking retail weed i've i've had in yeah, terms of enough. quality i'm not talking about potency mm-hmm. I, I don't know og kush always kind of disappoints me i don't know if that's just I don't have me? any specific memories to OG Kush other than uh, I was smoking it about a month ago. Yeah. And it was just okay. Right. It wasn't any better than their $69 weed that they don't have anymore. They have all their shrooms are gone. Everything's gone. All gone. I'm telling you, the, all their products are gone. No hashish? No hashish? Wow. No, nothing. No concentrates at all, I don't think. Oh, they've got tinctures. That's it. Weird, man. Yeah. There is and look, it's all 40% off. Like, they're... they're they're blowing this shit out. They're getting out. Oh, yeah. This company's going down. It was and, a pretty good run. Well, and my question is, is it is it going down because prices have really bottomed out or the parity between retail and gray market is negligible? Mm-hmm. I don't think so because, like I said, the quality of their buds on Chronic Post have always been better than anything I've seen retail. Even the most expensive retail weed I've ever bought. It's tough to say. I mean, like, dude, I had a bud that was like four inches and in, <laughs> in the girth of my cock. <laughs> I miss those buds, it, man. I just just the other day just pulled this thing out of the bag. I was like, holy fuck! You never would see that on not these in days. A retail bag. No, it used to be the norm. I had a buddy who always had Hindu oh, Kush and on the. Black market or yeah. gray market? Yeah, totally. But never you never see that in retail. No. I mean, I picked up an ounce from Pure Sun Farms, my, my favorite, and they're pretty good sized buds. But I'd say nothing bigger than a gram or a gram Wait and a, a half. Wait a second. 
You were just telling me a little while ago that they gave you the wrong weed. That's not the grower's fault. That yeah, is... but I mean, you just said my favorite weed, and it's my favorite producer. Oh, favorite producer. Yeah. Oh, I'm telling you, that shit that you produced last week when I <laughs> forgot my weed was fucking garbage. You did not like it at all. No, it was bad. It was just not good. Like, what didn't you like about it? It tasted, it was really harsh. Yeah. And it tasted weird. Like, really weird. I find it has like a floral smell. No, I felt it was closer to the tobacco. Weird. It was not good. Very weird. I, I like what they're doing. But yeah, it was the worst getting the wrong bag of weed. I was all fired up. I'm like, Did try you open it new. up before you figured it out? Yeah. Yeah, of course. And the thought went through my head. I'm like, don't waste the weed, Brock. You can't go back and try and exchange it. That would be so foolish. How, how much was this? A hundred bucks. How much was it with tax? Uh, One thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. The taxes is a factor. I forgot about the tax somehow. Yeah. That's substantial. That's, that's a big difference. I'm going through an ounce like maybe in a month and a half. So it's, I'm cool with that. It wasn't that long ago that people were charging like 160 on the black market. Oh, yeah. Now I'm telling you, this Uncle Sam's place. Uncle Sam's, hey? Yeah, they got great deals. I mean, they're always different. Like their deals aren't always the same. But I'm going to see if I can find this weed I was talking about earlier. Uncle Sam's. Do you know where they're based out of? Alberta and Manitoba. Weird. Flower. 28 grams. Let's find this fucking shit. Oh, yeah, here it is. The Rotterdam Indica. Oh, this is legal. Gotcha. What? This is legal? Yeah. I thought we were looking at a new dispensary. No, no, I'm telling you, I was telling you about this place before. Like, you were. You know, the Fire and Flower, they're kind of like the convenience store of weed. Right. So their prices are fucking, you get, if you're not buying something that's on sale, then you're basically getting ripped off. True. But no, there's this Rotterdam Indica, and I'm not sure if it's um, done by, uh, what was that company called? Dutchman. Green Organic. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's the green organic, but they call it it's a highly Dutch organic is the name of the company. I'm not sure if it's a subsidiary of I think it is. I had that one before. Anyway, listen to this. Twenty to twenty six percent THC, hundred and nine dollars an ounce. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's that should be some top tier fucking weed. I've had the Rotterdam Indica and it was pretty nice. But I think our standards differ. The picture of it doesn't look great. You check it out on the old Reddit? No, I'm looking at it on the... Fuck fuck Reddit. You know what? Honestly, yeah. people should be asking for my opinion on fucking weed. Should set up a... No, no, I'm just saying, I'm not... Any of these people that are on Reddit, I guarantee you don't have the habit that I have. Yeah, it's kind of impressive. No, no, it's not impressive. It's just... (laughs) it's, It's not good. But the thing about it is, is... It's hard to get any advice from anybody that has is a little bit more wise than you. Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? That's fair, especially when you're doing it. Anyway, I thought that this 20 to 26% Rotterdam Indica mm-hmm. for the price was probably as good as it's going to get. But then I was telling you about this wedding pie as well. Right. The back so 40. 
Yeah, the back 40. Wedding pie, $105 an ounce, uh-huh. 22 to 28%. Ooh. Now that, that is some shit. So, um, last time I went into the store, I was looking for this wedding pie. It's been a while. Um, the guy's like, yeah, I don't have it. I don't have any ounces of it. And I was like, okay. And he's like, but I can sell you these packages of 10 pre-rolls for 20 bucks. And I'm like, <laughs> 20 bucks for 10 pre-rolls? I'm like, what's the total quantity in, he's like 3.5 grams. I laughed at him. I said, 3.5 grams into 10 joints? I See, said, that's... you know what? I would need two packs of that just to get through the day. <laughs> he was <laughs> fucking cracking up. I'd say he was, man. Yeah. That's anyway. like my perfect size joint. Remember that period uh, where I was like weighing out my nugs? Do you remember uh, that? Yeah. Yeah. That would be <laughs> the number. It was like 0. 0.3 or 0. 0.35. That's gross. It's perfect. That's not enough. Well, I, I don't even finish my J's half the time. I'll smoke yeah, like half and then. But I mean, I like, like to maintain. There's a certain point in joint size yeah where the uh air to smoke ratio sure gets fucking way out of balance and when you're talking about joints that small it's very noticeable that's fair that's why i always go with the long slender filter i find that helps with a smaller j now you'd have to you'd have to roll them really tight yeah and have the filter really tight yeah exactly and even then the draw efficiency probably that's not what i'm saying you're yet. gonna be getting too much air and not enough smoke it's, it's very possible no it's 100 i'm in my experience anyway like if you're rolling small small joints you're just not getting the enjoyment out of them <laughs> it's like smoking an ultra mild 100 cigarette what is that yeah it's like the cigarettes with like a you know fucking inch and a half long filter oh, like the really skinny ones yeah and the ultra mild tobacco it's it, you're just smoking oh, yeah. it's like you're smoking air yeah those are awful yeah. i was once given a carton of that style cigarette from china Ugh. and i didn't have money but still wanted to keep smoking so yeah, I back when i was smoking things um i went on vacation with my mom yeah and she used to smoke those oh no yeah and i bummed one of those off of her and I'm also like, I was almost like, these could make you quit. They're that bad. There's so much air. Yeah. That you're getting when you're getting the draw. It's just, it's not a fun experience. What's the point? If you're going to smoke, well, it's the same thing with like going to Subway. If you're going to go to Subway, why pretend to have something healthy like a turkey sub? <laughs> you know, why, when you're, you if you're going to smoke it. cigarettes, why are you going to, you know, smoke the ultra mild 100s? You want to get, you know, some, some players like regulars, you know, I'm just questioning how much one can actually enjoy one of those small cigarettes, but well, I no, know no, they're not, they're not that it's not that they're small. It's that they got these giant filters and they take in so much more air and plus the tobacco is mild. Really just a waste. Yeah. It's just like, it's almost like those are the types of cigarettes that, you know, they give to actors to use as props in the movies because nobody's actually smoking that garbage. I always wondered what people are smoking. Oh, no. The Typically in the movies, they use uh, natural tobacco or whatever. Un, you know, the shit that doesn't have the 20 million chemicals in it. Yeah. It's still fine. I mean, you're inhaling it's gross. smoke. I tried to smoke natural tobacco cigarettes one time. It's not good. No? Oh, no. 
I've had like an American spirit, that uh, kind of thing. No, the, these this is a whole different fucking thing. Like, um, when I was a teenager, head shops used to sell tobacco leaves rolled up with a little string tied on the end to hold them together. Uh huh. And those weren't bad. You could get a serious nicotine Bums. head rush from those, but um, this natural, these natural tobacco cigarettes, oh, that would make you quit smoking. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, the players are are the way to go. There's, you know, the the government of Canada is doing a good job of making it very difficult to affordably smoke. Well, yeah, and I love this idea of making the packages inconvenient. I think that's fucking brilliant. Do like, you? Why didn't they do that years and years ago? That's just that's just a really smart idea. You know, slowly and slowly and slowly, and I think now the advertising has completely gone off the cigarettes. Yeah, just, yeah, it is pictures of cancer yeah Yeah. so i mean to me if they would have changed the size of the pack a long time ago that would have probably had a big impact you think so oh definitely because i mean you used to be able to get tins right and you could keep your tins you could always transfer a pack of smokes into your tins right nowadays most people don't have a fucking tin lying around no no like so ones you open up yeah, yeah, I've got a bunch of them. I used yeah, to keep all there. my fucking scissors and papers and shit in them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I've got a couple of them at home. Um, but if you don't have a tin or another fucking container for your cigarettes, yeah, it's pretty interesting that they're just trying to make it inconvenient. It's smart. I don't think the... I haven't seen the packs. I don't know what they look like. I've seen but... them once at the gas station, but it, like so many people are sitting on a stock of old Not, cigarettes, right? One day it's just going to be over. I think there's a, I don't know what the date is, but there's there's a point where they all have to be switched over. Yeah. No, it's it's going to be, be a lot painful. of loss I for think, people. I think they should make the packages gigantic. Like meh. <laughs> like, you know, like. And red. I don't know, like the size of a a, a, a brown paper bag, grocery bag. <laughs> That'd be like that kind of size hilarious. you carry around your smokes. <laughs> Inside, there's just this little actual pocket that holds the smokes, but the box is just gigantic i think this is a pretty good idea yeah that mixed with pricing i can't even believe people are still smoking i i really can't yeah it's fair man i was carrying my groceries out to my car the other day and the car opposite to me had a guy standing outside smoking a cigarette and even when i'm here and you're smoking i have never whatever i guess it doesn't come my way the smoke i try and keep it away it was this shit was coming my way and i was just like God, I can't even remember the last time I smelt that potent of a smoke. Wow. You know, it's like that rare that people actually smoke anymore. Yeah. And I guess there's, there's a nobody, lot of people vaping, obviously. But. Everybody vapes these days. But um, like on on campus, nobody smokes. No. I'm like the only. Luckily, there's no one there at the moment. No. And I would but, think that like in a in the dating context definitely it's definitely uh a red flag definitely not in a red flag in terms of like oh shit but just like no one wants smokers exactly i don't need to deal with this no that's uh that's a big thing used to be that if your significant other was hot enough you would just deal with it right bad breath that's all right not any longer no the standards have changed no and pretty reasonable i think nobody wants that yeah i used to 
I've dated a couple smokers, and I was also a smoker, so it kind of cancels I, out, but I, it's gross. I used to avoid dating smokers even when I was a smoker. That's fair. Yeah. It's not good for <laughs> your mouth. <laughs> no, it's just crazy <laughs> that it was okay for me to smoke, but I didn't want to date anybody that was smoking. That is pretty goddamn funny. It sounds like some of my logic. I was always like that, though. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it'll it'll end up declining quite a bit with the price. It's just you can't smoke anymore how much is a pack of smokes these days a pack of players yeah regulars taylor made 25s are 22.50 damn yeah so like to actually smoke is very expensive i remember i used to be able to get oh no it was yeah like it was like a pack of taylor maids and a lighter for like 15 bucks it's ridiculous i even remember like when i was kicking around with a fake id you know pack of smokes for 13 14 bucks yeah exactly but i, I remember also... i remember in ontario yeah when i was in high school um contraband smokes were a big problem meaning like right. people were bringing in smokes from the states and it was usually coming through like uh aboriginal reserves yeah and you know, it was such a problem and it was taking such a dent out of regular cigarettes that they dropped like all the taxes and shit off cigarettes. And TaylorMades became like $3.30 a pack. What? Yeah, this is in like the mid 90s. Oh, man. Yeah, it was great. They were almost $10 a pack prior to that. Back then. That logic is fucking crazy. It was awesome. And then, like, <laughs> dude, there was this place that was like a. It was like almost like a shutdown gas station. With, yeah. You know, it's got that little tiny place just big enough for a till and a fucking uh, thing of chips that you could pick up while you're checking out at the gas station. Like the Domo. Like a Domo, exactly. Yeah. Um, they were doing drive-through cigarettes. Jesus. Yeah, a $3.30 pack. In the 90s. Yeah, yeah. And like Fuck. we used to go there because they didn't ID. So it's just a free-for-all. Oh my god! You could just smoke, 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 and it would cost you nothing. Yeah. yeah. See, I like the idea in theory, but I feel like that's just asking for trouble. Oh, health-wise, nowadays, yeah. But back then, different geez. rules. I wouldn't. I. I don't know. I. W I've been so particular about the types of smokes that I would smoke that, like, there was a time when I wouldn't touch a Demorie. Really? Yeah, I don't like the Demaria. Yeah. I remember when I first started smoking, Demaria's used to make my stomach sick. And I used to date this girl that she was smoking Demaria's. That's how I got in got a hate on for them because <laughs> every time I had to smoke one of those, I got like a sick stomach. Yeah. But I would typically stick to players brand. Ninety five percent of all the cigarettes I ever smoked were players of some sort. It's the best. Yeah. Best best of the worst, you know? Yeah. Man, going back to this uh, weed purchase where I got given oh, the wrong ounce. Right. I completely forgot about the 30 gram limit because I wanted to get an eighth of you sour walk, diesel. Walk out the store and come back in and it's a new fucking visit. I thought about it. Why didn't? Why wouldn't you do it? That's the way it works. Is it's it? Just, yeah, I thought that's just like that's if you go ridiculous. to a grocery store and they're like, we got a sale on fucking Cheerios, but it's a limit of two boxes. So you go and you buy two boxes, you yeah. take them out to your car, and you go fucking back in and buy another two boxes Shit. if you need that much Cheerios. It's the same fucking thing. Interesting. I thought they would refuse it. I just assumed. 
but you know i should have tried i'm not sure that there's any legislation that says it's one purchase per day and like yeah that's how would that be uh policed between different stores and that's it can't be i could walk of course to the other dispensary and that's what i'm saying so why not just it's 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 28 grams or 30 grams per per what is it interesting yeah that makes sense yeah it's like if you were ordering them online you would just make two orders right it's not rocket science. I just don't get what the point is in limiting it. Like you don't limit alcohol they have sales. To, it's because they're. It hasn't been legal long enough to know, you know, from a government perspective, right? It's like they don't know how to equate an ounce of weed to uh, x amount ounces of alcohol, right? You know what I mean? Is a a bag of weed uh, a twenty eight gram bag of weed equivalent to like? A Texas Mickey, maybe I don't know. I'm just I, saying, I but like that, I think that's the reasoning and why they're like. And do you really need more than an ounce at a time? No, I no. just wanted a little sativa. I think I it's a very small percentage of people that are even buying ounces. That seems like the market's opening up for it, and by that I mean there's more ounce bags available. Well, yeah, because they're trying to get people like me. It's true. Yeah, it's not it for it's the, not for the average smoker. The average smoker is fine paying fucking triple the price for a, an eighth. I think it's only like four, I guess it's survey statistics, but like four percent of cannabis smokers are daily. I'm not positive. That's on that, bullshit. But you're, you're never gonna get a group of people that are doing drugs to uh, reply <laughs> to a fucking survey. Honestly, not if they're doing the drugs right. No, no. Whether it's drinking or you know anything, people are gonna lie. It's true. When it comes to their own habits. So those surveys are out to lunch. Surveys are out to lunch. No, no. A survey like that is out to lunch. I think most surveys really are. Because it's all, like, nothing's set in stone. It's, it depends on how the survey is structured. Right? Hmm. Like, think about this subway survey that I did. Right. If I didn't have to worry about people fucking with my food, like, if I, if I didn't have to worry about my anonymity mm-hmm. in submitting the survey... Um, then you're going to get really good feedback, right? But right. If the second that I feel like I could be associated with my feedback, mm-hmm. it makes me want to not give accurate feedback, right? So if you can um get your survey participant to believe that this is truly an anonymous survey, then you're going to get really good feedback. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's funny that they had your email. What do you mean? They don't. It's it's all through a system, right? Right. So it's not that the, it's not that the owner had my email. It's that uh, when the owner typed out her reply into oh. the survey system, it notified you. No, it know it knows it, right? right? The problem is, well, and it, and she did know my my username, but no, didn't know my email address. Okay. Not that it matters. They could make it more anonymous. But then how would they how would they follow up with people? Good point. Yeah. Good point. The whole, if if you want to be able to follow up with people that have criticism or complaints or a problem with their you need order. To be able to contact yeah, them. you need to be able to contact <laughs> them. I left a pretty honest uh we have like instructor feedback and stuff with school. Oh. And I left a pretty honest one. Honest good or honest bad? I had some criticisms, but it was all like professionally written. Let's hear them. Um, the instructor isn't a great communicator of the like specific material being examples. evaluated. 
Um, I, I did give examples, specifically things where I'd have to correct things that were very minor but led to disruption in the learning. Okay. Um, I won't go too into detail, but now... Are you just... Are you just a needy student? No, I'm not very needy at all. Because you know... I'm just a bit of a stickler. I did teach in college. I know. And so, that's why, uh, yeah. partially why I'm bringing <laughs> it up. I've gotten all kinds... I got all kinds of feedback. Yeah. yeah. You're probably a good person. To My feedback was always with. really good. Yeah? Yeah. I'd have a couple of people that were com- would complain that I wasn't hands-on enough. Interesting. And those are the people that are lazy, are not paying attention, mm-hmm. and need their hand held throughout, throughout the semester it. or else they're not going to complete it. You need to constantly be badgering them f- to get their fucking shit done and, and oh, assignments no. in. It's always the same people. But yeah. And you won't get part, very far doing that. I told, I'd tell my classes at the beginning of the semester, look, I don't take attendance. Right. Right. And nor should you. At These that are level. the key dates of, of the course. This is when the midterm is. This is when the due dates are for like, not that, I mean, all that shit was in Moodle in as well. Syllabus, yeah. Right. But I'm like, you can come and hear the lecture every class, or you can just do your work. Don't give a shit. And not come. And I don't care. And nor should you. Yeah. And I, I would always have like, still like 60, 60% of the class would come regularly. Yeah. No, my, my issue with this guy was the learning outcomes weren't clear for evaluations. Just kind of. But sh- sh- shouldn't you have addressed that like right up front at the beginning of the course? Like, I ask questions should... throughout the semester. But I mean, if if you had problems with the marking scheme, that should be addressed in the syllabus, which should have been addressed in the first week of class. I shouldn't have to, shouldn't, you shouldn't be waiting until the uh, feedback after the course to be saying something about it. Well, you can only give the feedback at the end. And oh, you can walk up to the instructor or professor and say, look, dude, this is fucked up in I, your syllabus. Am I reading this right? Fair. Um, more so the issue was just like presentation of material. It wasn't clear on the syllabus. The dude made all of then his Then that's own. on you. That's on you. It's yeah. on you for not checking it out when you go through the syllabus in the first week. Regardless, I made my uh, my concerns pretty clear, but it's a small department, and I'm realizing now I'm like that TA is currently in my TAing the other section of my current class, mm-hmm. and I'm like, ah, he probably should have shut the fuck up and no, just taken your grade. The thing man. is, is if okay, I'm going to teach you a life lesson here. All right, when it comes to um, friendships, when it comes to working relationships, when it comes to um, you know, student teacher relationships. If there's a problem and you don't come to me first, then we have a problem. Right. Because you're not giving me an opportunity to, to fix the problem. Right. If you're waiting and hold building all this shit up so you can spew it out at the end of the semester and haven't said jack shit to me about any of this stuff, mm-hmm. that's on you. Oh, and that wasn't the case. I was very active okay. th- throughout the semester. I'm just saying, and when it comes to life, that's the way you do things. Yeah. You never you know, go and complain about another coworker to your superior before you've addressed it with them. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Cause you're, you're asking for it. And like nothing that I said was like disgruntled or anything like that. I was just making my issues. Did you get a shitty mark? Uh, I got a B minus in that class. It's not bad. It wasn't bad, but I could have done a lot. There's better. a lot of people that, um, only want to provide feedback when they get a shitty mark. 
True. Yeah. I always try to provide feedback for every class. It's important. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it's supposed to be anonymous, but when it's such a small group of people, it's you, never it's anonymous. the subway issue, right? It's never anonymous. No. It's, uh, it's interesting. Yep. See, now they can fuck with your marks, not with your food. Damn right. Luckily, yeah. I won't have to see this guy again. But and uh, I can tell you from experience, uh, when it comes to grading things, it's subjective. It's very subjective, man. If I know somebody <laughs> has been fucking the dog, you're not versus somebody them. that's trying really, really hard, mm-hmm. and they're reaching the same sort of area. Yeah, I'm going to give the person who's trying hard the, you know, a little bit of extra leeway that I wouldn't give somebody who's just lazy. Definitely, there's been some. I don't know. I feel like the post-secondary institution's been uh, over COVID, maybe a little lenient with with grading. Oh, definitely. We were talking about this. I don't know about on the podcast, but no. If you're a hiring manager and you're hiring somebody, uh, if you're looking to hire somebody with a degree and you got some applicants that have just gotten their degree in the last eighteen months, you should just throw those resumes out because those people are probably, you know not they didn't really get the complete experience of their degree program it's definitely been a reduced the first two years especially was a reduced uh learning environment it's changed this year which is really nice but um yeah i do wonder how many people would have gotten through if they weren't just kind of pushing people through yeah it's almost it's borderline uh like diploma mill at this point i wouldn't like you still got to pass yeah. your your chemistry and like. I bet you if you go and look, uh, and the school typically releases these statistics every mm-hmm. year, I would say that their rates a, of attrition are much lower, lower than yeah. normal, and their graduation per rates are probably uh, uh, slightly higher, if not significantly higher. I should look and into it, that. Definitely, yeah, they release those stats every year. Like, didn't think about it. Yeah. Anyway, it's interesting that. The old COVID has affected everything. Interesting to see. Yeah. Uh, another study coming out using LSD. They're testing the effectiveness of microdosing. Once again, no significant results. Um, what the, but you're just saying shit. Okay. What is considered a microdose in this study? I was getting to it. I was just. Sum- summarizing my results in my abstract. Right. Um, so it was a double blind study. Placebo group had 18 participants, experimental groups of 13 micrograms and 26 micrograms. Each had 19 participants respectively. Um, the placebo group was told that they would receive methylphenidate, which is Ritalin, um, Valium or LSD. In actuality, it was just water for the placebo, but blinding and all that stuff. Um, the 26 microgram group displayed the greatest scores of LSD-like effects and feeling of stimulant, but but again, like over the course of how much time? Um, in regards to like how many sessions or microdosing? They had f- does not uh, you know it means lots of doses. True. Right. So how long were they exposed to this dosage? I think it was three sessions of five hours so three times yeah that's not microdosing. well i mean they're looking at the, the effects of a micro tolerance dose. tolerance bro sure but would the you whole not idea agree... about microdosing is that you're doing it you're constantly doing it right and you you think it would have to be built up in no the no i'm saying be... that the, it's diminishing returns 
So it would be less effective later in the treatment? Yeah. So wouldn't you say that if you are going to get a result, you'd probably see it in the first treatment groups? Yeah, but I'm, so what I'm saying is this is not a, an actual microdosing, a true microdosing experiment. This is an experiment of giving people lower dose LSD and seeing if there's an effect. A true microdosing study would be like, okay, Johnny took, uh, you know, was 26? Took 26? Uh, 26, yeah, sorry. What are they, UGs? Yeah. Yeah, 26 UGs um, every day or for five days and mm-hmm. two days off. And these were the fucking, this is the results three times and they did three days off in between yes yeah, fucking doesn't it's not it's not truly a microdosing study i'm not know. surprised that there weren't a whole hell of a lot of results uh no and that's really the only reason i'm bringing it up because i brought up a paper before that they use survey data but saying we can't see any effect of microdosing lsd or psilocybin but uh, they concluded that it didn't increase mood uh physical performance or emotional uh tasks Although people did feel high in the 26 UG group versus 13. Oh, I'm sure they did. I'd feel a little high too if I took mm, a quarter of a tab. Maybe if I hadn't dropped in like two years. Yeah. All the uh, participants had tried um, either a psychedelic or MDMA before. Yeah, that's a problem I, as well. Confounder? Well, no, because then they have an expectation of uh, what it's like to take a psychedelic. Yeah. If you want to know for sure, you want people that have never touched the shit. Yeah, that's that's fair. I'm trying to think of a reason that you'd want somebody to have tried it. I can't come up with one. Unless there's like some sort of like unknown allergy or something like that. I can't think of a reason. No. And I mean, how many people have allergies to acid? Exactly. I don't even think that's possible. (laughs) It's like these fucking, I'm not going to say, I forget. (laughs) But yeah, I, I bought into the microdosing thing for a bit, but I think it's just a waste of your drugs. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. Um, I I think that, like microdosing could be effective at the right dose and but then you're you have to be upfront with yourself that you're giving up the recreational side of it because you're not yeah especially with if you're, you're, using ruining, you're ruining yourself for any recreational possibility i feel we've talked about this before i think the acid would, would be a bit more forgiving but mushrooms if you're taking them all the time don't expect to get high off mushrooms later i agree with that no, I feel the same way about about acid. Like you can't take even two or three days. You take the same dose separated by three days. The second dose is always going to be uh, weaker. Yeah, I I do wonder how much of it is just being used to the headspace. No, no, I don't think so. No, no. There's That's a reason. Been my suspicion. There's a reason that the rule has always been you double up the next day. There's that that's a fucking that is a rule that's been around forever with pretty much anything no just with acid mushrooms definitely no i never heard the double up rule with mushrooms really no oh i have to i'm not saying you don't have to i'm just saying anytime anybody ever brought up the double up rule it was always about acid fair enough yeah so have you had a shamrock shake <laughs> Have I? Yes. You did. I do mean like this year? Oh, yeah, because they're, they're out right now. Oh, no, not this year. Oh, I've yeah. had one before. <laughs> it's a really weird combination of flavors. Is you it know? like chocolate mint? No, it's like sweet mint almost. Okay. It's almost like they took 
a vanilla shake and added a little bit of mint to it. Mm-hmm. But I keep seeing signs for them. It's and, that time of uh, year. They're pretty good, but you know, you think about like how McDonald's shakes are ma- made. Mm-hmm. They're just like a powder, right? Didn't know that. Yeah. It's disappointing. You never watched that uh, movie about the founder of McDonald's on Netflix? No. I think it's called Founder. <clears throat> Pretty sure Johnny was watching it one day, but well, the they used to make ice cream like based milkshakes. But what was happening was back then, you know, in the sixties or seventies, mm-hmm. um, the cost of uh, refrigeration was through the fucking roof. I believe it. And so this chick came up with this idea to use a powder, and it's a really good idea. Yeah, because then they don't have to f- keep this freezer running all the time. Plus transport. Uh, uh, yeah, that too. But the main reason was the cost of refrigeration. Huh. Anyway, I had a shamrock shake. It was pretty good. I I don't know. I like mint ice cream. I'm, I'm not I'm a f- fan. I thought that was the case. No. So it's kind of odd that you like the shamrock shake. It's because it's only around once a year. It's exclusive. You know, it's like the McRib. They don't have it anymore, but it used to be like a once a year thing. They would bring out the McRib. I never had you'd one. You'd eat one or two McRibs and you'd be good till next year. Have you ever had a, a lobster roll? Oh, yeah. Like, Mc, McDonald's does a lobster roll sometimes, right? No. No? No, but oh. Subway you did. Okay. I don't when know they're they done do. right. God damn, that can be delicious. I'm not a lobster guy. You see, I am a lobster guy and I feel like, and I love me a good sandwich, mm-hmm. but I feel like if I'm going to eat lobster, I just want to eat it with some like garlic butter and that's it. I don't need the roll. I mean, I get it and I would, yeah, yeah. I would eat it, but I would just prefer to have it traditionally. I don't know if it's just whenever I go back out East, like the, everyone's so hardcore that it's like, I don't need butter with my lobster and served without butter. And I just can't get down. I could, I could get down without butter. Ah, I, I don't know, man. I'd rather, I'd rather no butter than having to eat it in a sandwich. Yeah, I think this falls in with the steak thing. Steak? Last steak week, thing. I was saying that I'm, I'm kind of done with steaks. Oh, fuck, dude. I've been eating almost exclusively beef for the last couple of weeks. Hell yeah. What yeah. have you been eating? I've been making these crazy stir fries. I told right. you. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, you buy you can buy the packs of beef where they're already cut up into the strips. It's so fucking it's made for it. Yeah. Yeah, nice, like, sliced beef. For sure, but I just find it's always like really chewy. Mm-hmm. Like it could be a uh, the way I'm cooking it, but typically I prefer my beef to be like medium. Um, are you searing it? Yeah, yeah. Then there shouldn't be a problem. Then you just buy you're not buying the right cut. Possibly. Let's have a you know a good fat content. It does. Yeah, if right. If you're buying your shit and it's too lean, and you're wondering why it's fucking chewy. That's why. Yeah, I, I don't fuck with the lobster. Oysters, love them. Uh-huh. Good shrimp. How about uh, smoked mussels? <laughs> <laughs> Haven't tried them. You've never tried a smoked mussel? No. What about a smoked oyster? They come in the same fucking... No, nope. What the hell's wrong with you? No, I've tried smoked mackerel. I love smoked, smoked mackerel. Smoked oysters um, on fucking crackers? Oh, that sounds a little bit of delicious. cheese? Damn. That's a treat. That does sound really nice. Mm-hmm. And price point's probably pretty good. I don't know. They're like a few bucks a can or something. You're not going to eat them every day. You know, it's not a... No. 
not a staple. It's typically like old people that eat them on the regular. Fuck yeah. Same thing like sardines. It is. And I feel like that might be either a habit or they can't taste shit and that's just, what they can taste. I think it's just a habit. You know, Used like to the it. same people that have like fucking porridge every day for breakfast. It's just what they know. I can't. I'm not a porridge person either. I'd go with yogurt and granola over porridge. Of course you would. <laughs> Preferably Greek. You go with granola and yogurt while your uh, thumbs are drying in the fucking dryer. Damn right. Before you get ready to go to school. Darn right. Throw some berries in there. We're laughing. Yeah. Have you ever seen the videos of uh, the construction of the CN Tower? Uh, maybe. Those motherfuckers are crazy. Just like the heights that they get up to. And yeah, but that's not even a really high tower in to, under today's standards. No, but at the time, it was a big-ass tower. Yeah, it's like, it, <clears throat> I don't know how often you go to Calgary. Not often. Yeah, but I they know have what, a tower, right? And now, like, the ta- that tower, at, when I lived in Calgary <laughs> in, like, the 80s, that tower was the tallest thing downtown. That tower Now it's, small. like, one of the shortest things downtown. Yeah. It, it just looks really out of place. It does. I was there last summer, actually, and it's disappointing. Yeah, I don't. Calgary's got a good nightlife, I find. The few For times you like been fucking down country line dancing, <laughs> it just seems to always be something going on, whether good Dude, or bad. I just don't like Calgary, and I lived there for a good portion of my growing up years. That's fair. It's just there's something strange in the fucking air in Calgary. Yeah. Yeah. Calgary has got to be one of the only places in the world that you will see motherfuckers with cowboy boots and cowboy hats on going to the fucking mall. Yeah. I saw it, a guy in a cowboy hat today. He's driving a big truck. Sure. That sounds fitting. These yeah. people are driving their big trucks with their cowboy hats and cowboy boots to go to the fucking mall. Yeah. It's so fucking weird. And then when Stampede <clears throat> comes in. But no, like, I mean, like, when you think about somebody wearing, like, a cowboy hat and cowboy boots, you're like, oh, this guy probably works with his hands. Right. Not these motherfuckers. This is just how they fucking dress. Are you saying that it's mainly poser cowboys? Yeah, 100%. Because I would say that, you know, uh, at least two-thirds of them are posers. Interesting. Because I've always if thought more. if they're coming from that area, southern Alberta. Dude, if, you, if you ever met a real cowboy? No. Their fucking hands are are all fucking calloused up. The their their shit ain't fucking always clean. You know that no. you can tell they've been working. I'm talking. These guys are wearing like designer fucking jeans. Nice Levi's. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> Wranglers, skin tight Wranglers, and a fucking belt buckle. Yeah, and you know they got a fucking F three fifty or something. Yeah, dumbass diesel. And loud as fuck. Yeah, and jacked up. Yeah. And they've never taken it off road. They've never been on a horse. They don't live within 30 fucking kilometers of a farm. Yet somehow still smell like shit. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't like Calgary. That For that fair. reason in particular. Yeah. I, I don't know. I spent 10 days there this past summer. And like, if you're in party mode, can be pretty fun. But living there, I don't think I'd enjoy it. No. I don't. I don't like the. I don't like the energy, hmm. the Calgary energy. Yeah, I, I get you. Although, oh no, that was in Vancouver. Okay, good. What? Well, I was trying to think. Uh, wait, no, I think we did go to a Tool concert in Calgary once. 
Anyway. I wasn't there for that one. I don't remember the energy at that one, but I did see David Bowie here and in Calgary. Ooh. But <clears throat> the shows were separated by about six months, so not really comparable. Was it the same show? <clears throat> same tour, yeah. Same just tour? Yeah. Just they were that far apart. Yeah, I don't know. Last time I was there, I was walking down the street with my brother, and we were both pretty drunk. The Red Mile. The Red Mile. What's that? I don't know shit about Calgary. No, no, I don't. Like, I've only partied there. Yeah, so your opinion doesn't mean anything about Calgary. There was a man selling hot dogs on the side of the street, and there was no refrigeration of, like, the sauerkraut or anything going on. Does that need to be refrigerated? I, I guess if it's sauerkraut, probably not. Do hot dogs need to be refrigerated? No, but some condiments do. Like, you can't be out there flipping dogs like, all night and not have refrigerated mayonnaise. Oh, yeah. Dude, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enlighten you to something. My mayonnaise don't go in the fridge. What? Right. No. Yeah, 100%. Sitting on the counter right now. You, you're crazy. No. It's just got egg, man. Yeah, but it's, it's, got, it's also got vinegar. It's preserved. I'm telling you, open up a jar, buy yourself a $2 no-name brand jar of mayonnaise, uh-huh. put it on the counter, open it up. And leave it there and just check in on it every once in a while. I it's not it. going to change. I don't like warm Dude, mayonnaise, though. Put, it's got to be cold. I think we might differ here. I don't understand why it has to be cold. You're putting it typically, well, no, I don't, whatever. Cold, <laughs> fine. But it doesn't need to be refrigerated. I mean, if it's not refrigerated... Before you open Tell it. Tell me one thing that the dude making hot dogs has that, that actually needs to be refrigerated. That can't go a one six hour time span of him flipping dogs. In terms of food serving, there's some rules. Not, like a, health, not around condiments. The health board would be lit. Yeah, on what? On what, what are they going to nail him on? Lack of refrigeration of condiments. Of, 100%. No, no. There's In the danger zone for two hours or more. Yeah, for certain things. Yeah. We're talking about things that are preserved. We're not talking about things that are fresh. Things that are fresh, I 100% agree with you. There was onions. What? When have you ever seen an onion go bad in one day after cutting it up? <laughs> it's not even like, it doesn't even turn color like an apple does. Well, regardless. You're out of your mind. You're out man. of your mind. No, you are. Um, He didn't take card. Believe it or not. So what? Um, so he just gave me a hot dog and sent me on my way. Yeah, exactly. It was really nice. Yeah. And here you are fucking complaining that his condiments. How do you know he doesn't have a, a an ice bath under those condiments? Because I saw it was a wooden table. Oh, again, I don't think you need it. I just. I think you would need it over the course of a 24-hour period. But I don't think you need it over the course of, uh, say, uh, a hot dog shift on the street. <laughs> I, I just woke up the next morning and was like, might have been a sketchy uh, sketchy take there, B-Rock. No. No. I'm telling you, I've had a jar of mayonnaise sitting on my <laughs> counter for months. It's fine. Ah. It's completely fine. If it's exposed to the air, that might be a different story. Sure. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I survived. I wasn't ill. And I, I think that kind of applies to all condiments, like ketchup you can leave out. It says keep refrigerated after open. They have to say that. It's the the, the the other if they don't say that and some and some asshole leaves it out for a year, then they're responsible. 
You gotta be. You gotta. You gotta be responsible about it. I don't know, man. I don't know. Mayo doesn't go bad. I like it in the fridge. I don't really care. I've never really. It's never really been an issue. In fact, like when I think about refrigerated mayo as opposed to not refrigerated mayo, um, it's not as fun to work with in terms of like if you had some French fries going. Oh, I don't mind that at all. No, because the it, the colder it is, it's more gelatinous. Sure. Yeah. I'm usually doing up, uh, throwing some olive oil in there. Why are you messing with fucking mayo? Making an aioli. It's already got fucking oil in it. No, put a little more, some garlic, paprika, you're laughing. You, you don't have to always try and jazz everything up. Uh I, I do agree with that. And and just because you add something to a mayo doesn't make it an aioli every <laughs> fucking time. You and your God, you every time you're making something, it's got an aioli of this or an aioli of that. Aioli just means with garlic. Yeah, but yeah. It, it also is like a classic. Somebody trying to be fancy. You know, watched a little bit too much Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> uh, no, Bon Appetit cooking. Same thing. Yeah. That's but even more pretentious. Definitely. Yeah. I do like mayo to dip with fries. Did you though. ever see the Bon Appetit where the dude or no, it's the lady, you know, with the gray streak in her hair? Yeah. Um, she's learning to uh, properly carve a Serrano beef. That's a, no. I, yeah. Oh, maybe I have. It's really good. Yeah, maybe she gets I have. The, They bring in this expert dude who does it for a living. She's the baker, right? Yeah. I like their. Uh, their I haven't thing. watched their stuff in years. Classic material, but yes, definitely some pretentious aioli talk. No, those people like they're always using the best of the best ingredients. True. It's like they're doing shit. Like is her in particular, isn't her whole thing about replicating? store-bought thing yeah she does the the gourmet makes thing yeah right? nobody in this nobody's ever gonna be able to claire savitz yeah no one's ever gonna be able to recreate any of the shit that she's making she kills it yeah i mean it's good content but it's it's not you know shit that you can apply to your own cooking no i've tried doesn't go well usually no, she's do- doing like 20 different attempts sometimes on some of these dishes yeah, culinary school would be a fun thing to do, but it's also one of those things that, like you can learn on the job so I'll tell you, efficiently. I'll tell you something my dad said, who was a chef his whole life. Right. Um, if you want to be a chef, you better like getting up in the middle of the night because you're going to be doing that for the rest of your life. Because he'd start as like prep. You have to. Prep at midnight kind of thing? No, but like at like three or four in the morning, yeah. Right. Yeah, if you're running the day shift, most definitely. Yep. That's how it rolls. I was a night owl getting home at like three in the morning. Yeah, but you weren't like the chef. No. No. Yeah. Good times, though. If you say so. Kitchens can be, you know. I worked in the kitchen. It's like a wild pirate ship. Yeah. It's not. It was. I mean, it was fun to do as a teenager. Yeah. But career wise, I wouldn't want to do it again. No. Not easy on the body. No, just. You know, at some point in your life, you would hope that your intellect is going to be the driving force in your work rather than the labor. Agreed. At least that's the way I like to think about it. I mean, some people obviously would prefer the labor, but no, for me, it's always about less labor. Work smart. 
Yeah. Well, no. It's just each time you progress through job, the labor should be less. Right. At least in my, my in my perfect world. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, have you seen any of Jordan Peele's movies? Not a fan. No? Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, I respect the dude. Yeah. Um, Key and Peele. Once in a while, I'd be into one of their sketches. Um, I don't know the right way to say this, but it seems like he is going, his movies are supposed to be great. He's gotten lots of awards, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But it seems like the cast, there's something wrong with the casting. Okay. Why, Why do you think that? I don't feel like his films are representative of society. It's definitely black centric, which I think I'm not saying that. For that. I'm just saying I don't think it's representative. And I don't, I mean, you could say that about all kinds of movies and yeah. it's probably true. But for some reason, uh, I don't find his shit like things have to be believable for me. Right. Okay. So, um, I don't know. I tried to watch that first movie that he did. Was Get it out? Get Out? Yeah. Just wasn't believable. I thought it was I thought the, right. I thought the acting was fucking garbage. Really? Yeah. I enjoyed it. No, I understand the suspense part of it and all of that, but I didn't, the acting was just... What and was the other one that he did? He I'm did, listening. He's done a bunch. I think he's just working on his third now. Yeah, but... Okay, yeah. It's coming out July 22nd. It's like aliens. I saw it. It looks terrible. You saw the trailer? Yeah. I thought it looked great. But yeah. fair enough. Not my thing. I like what he's doing. I've never been a huge uh, horror film kind of guy. No. But uh, when it's done well, I can appreciate it. Yeah. Not a fan. To each their own. Um, I've, I, I mean to ask you, yeah. you don't have a, an Alexa or a Google Home. I do have a uh, a Google. It's in my. It's not like an old man. I've got uh, a Google Home in my top drawer. It's just not plugged in. You don't use it. Uh, I unplugged it for some so reason. So like, so like, I'm getting ready to come by here. Yeah. I'm getting into the shower. I'm yeah. like, hey Google, uh, play opiate album by Tool. Yeah. Boom. It's playing. I'm out of getting out of the shower. I'm drying off. I'm going back to my room i'm like hey google why don't you play the music on the bedroom speaker boom it just continues on so how many do you have two okay yeah and they're in like two most usable places right um which is not the point the point is is that every time i ask that thing to do something i say please and thank you (laughs) just in case no because they're recording everything. That's that's why right. it's unplugged. So, do you want part of your persona to with Google to be like, uh, in terms of the the sure. AI, yeah, to be like this guy's an asshole? Yeah, no, I don't. No. So I say Obviously. please and thank you to the the uh, Hey Google every single time. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I think that people need to be nice to the machines. I agree in advance. They're fucking listening. What was that? I think that was my phone. How is your phone replying to shit like that when you're not even touching it? I don't know. Yeah. You, you got a security leak there. You got to turn that off. 
Yeah. Do you want anybody to have access to saying shit to your phone? Well, you just said, hey, Google. Right. But my phone's locked and didn't respond and sitting right here. Okay, fair enough. Uh, you're saying a security issue locally. Like if someone yeah, like, wants to try and fuck around. Yeah, like... Uh, you're like the only other person I see. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it, there's something's up with your security settings on your phone. Well, I find... If your it, phone's closed, and it should not be responding to those commands. Well, I find it super helpful when I'm on psychedelics and can't find my phone. I just talk to it and say, hey, where are you? And then I find it super helpful sometimes how many places could it be in this place man i lose shit in the weirdest places in the couch under it yeah whatever anyway i don't know what do you i th- think you need to be super super nice to the machines i agree the ethics conversation behind treatment of ai it's important i don't think they're why would you why why would you treat it any differently than you treat anything else yeah like if you're if you're uh consistently as you said laying it on thick right why wouldn't you lay it on thick with uh the digital assistant may as well yeah i'm never mean to it I, it just makes me uncomfortable that it's always listening it's not always listening with the home it's not always listening it, it only listens cue, to right? the keywords but does it do i trust google you can go and look at you can go into your Google account and see everything that it's that every command you've ever given it. Mm-hmm. You can see it the recording of it. Interesting. Yeah, they make that shit available. It's a handy tool. Like when I did have it set up, I'm telling up, you that that music scenario that I just gave you is fucking. It's so it's so great. Just take my me and my music from one room to another. Yeah, and all I gotta say is please and thank you. <laughs> it's true it's great i had one in my room well the only one set up my room and like good morning you need, it, you need it in the bathroom For if you only have music, one yeah it's got to go in the bathroom yeah that's fair yeah this place is small enough that if, if, even if you're you know even if you're in there to take a shit rather than to have a shower you could be like um hey give me the latest news and it goes right to the latest uh cbc or whatever Where if you say international news it goes to dw yeah yeah, it's fucking great. I like DW. Yeah. They have some good programming. It's okay. The Germans. The Germans. Yeah. Maybe I'll give it a try again. Because it, it's it great for music. productivity. Oh, it's so great for the music. Timers, reminders, all the shit. Yeah, I don't use, really use it for that, but I use it for news and for music. I don't really use much of a calendar. Oh, I definitely use calendar. But I need to get better at that. I just kind of keep it in my head. Yeah, that's not good. It's not efficient yeah it's about the equivalent of you like a couple months ago when you were still using paper to write shit down true (laughs) (laughs) not necessary (laughs) so on the topic of um ai Uh uh-huh have you ever heard of okay so you're are you familiar with open ai open ai is like a AI programming language that's all open source. Okay. Right? So out of that, somebody's created, um, it's called OpenAI Jukebox. Interesting. And what it can be, do, you can train it on different types of music. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'll get into the implications. But um, first example, 
is uh i'm going to use is africa you know toto yeah so for about the first 10 seconds it plays the original and then after that the ai is using its predictive training trained on this particular song okay to continue the song as if it didn't know what the rest of the song was ah all right gotcha this will go So it's not weird. Yeah, so it's not perfect, but it's almost better. But yeah, you can tell that it's in the right vein of the song, right? Definitely. You want to hear the second second version? Yeah, that's really cool. I hear the drums echoing tonight. She hears only whispers of some quiet conversation. She's coming in through Right, so that time it went in a totally different yeah. direction. And the thing that's cool about this is you can train it on both the music and the lyrics separately so it understands the words and it tries to actually use real words. That was in English, right? That it was trying to play? It's not. I don't believe it's. I think that second one is yeah. conditioned on the lyrics. The first one wasn't. Okay. Um, let's see what the third one is. So it says uh, the third one is has no lyrics conditioning. I hear the drums echoing tonight. She hears only whispers of some quiet conversation. Okay. Weird. That's man. pretty cool. Hey? That's really cool. Okay. So I'm not going to get to my point just yet. Yeah. <clears throat> Another example, not necessarily as well laid out, but this dude used OpenAI jukebox on, he trained it on different Beatles albums. Cool. So this is off the Yellow Submarine album. It's trained on. Okay. What do I Jump 
So not not quite as accurate. No, because it's it's trained on all the songs on the album, right. rather than trying to finish or complete a specific song. So then there's that one, and then the last example. Are you familiar with with uh, Weezer? Yeah, I saw him live one time. Oh wow! Okay, I think I saw him Great live show. once too. Anyway, um, this one is on "Say It Ain't So." Yeah. pretty crazy hey man it's it makes me a little uncomfortable well get ready to get really uncomfortable all right sounds good so my point in bringing this up is not only is it cool to see where it's at Mm -hmm. but this is at a very like super duper rudimentary level right you got all these motherfuckers selling their entire catalogs of music right now yeah lots of people been selling their catalogs right um, what is this technology going to be like in even five years? They're not going to need the artist anymore right. to write hit albums. They are just going to be able to train the AI on your library or even on a, a, a segmented list of your best songs yeah. and be able to just pop out hits on the regular. What do you think that's going to do to music? Um, I don't know, because if it's trained on, like, all music is derivative as is, in my opinion. Well, there, you, you, everybody has experienced um, hearing a song where you may be hearing it for the first time, but you can follow the beat and see, kind of see where the beat is going. Yeah. And that's exactly what this is doing, only in a predict, a more predictive way. Yeah. Right? But, How- Yeah how good can it get you know like it's pretty good already but in terms of like making novel ideas Um, if it's just trained on i think that if once they sort out the training on the on the words Mm -hmm. it's the sky's the fucking limit because if it knows how to do it yeah and you think about like access like you think about all these people that are fucking dead already they're gonna start like forget all these uh weird tupac albums that were coming out after his death you know yeah dude released more music dead than alive yeah that's gonna start happening for everybody did you see the like ai Jimi hendrix stuff no but i'm not surprised and i wouldn't be surprised that in five years when this technology is like nailed yeah that they that the the hendrix family trust isn't for hey do it yeah, we heard it is fucking great, mm-hmm. and we're also collecting money on it. Yeah, I guess you would have to pay royalty. In- no, no, the owner of the music. I'm just saying, like, like if, like, in I think in Jimmy Kendrick's face, in case his family still owns the music, okay. Um, and like in Zappa's case, the family owns the music, right? But you got these people like David Bowie, whose libraries, yeah, Bruce Springsteen you know jay-z 
Right. Yeah, they've all sold off all these giant. Now, do do you think that they had the forethought to say this music can never be used to generate more music? No, I don't think that's the idea. But I'm just saying money. They're going, but when this technology becomes viable, mm-hmm. the people that own those libraries, you don't think they're going to they want to maximize their buck out of it. Yeah. Yeah. By it's going to be fucking crazy. Right. Sell it to DeepMind or somebody doing this kind of stuff. This stuff is open source. Right. That's what I've been trying, trying to tell you. They can do it themselves. Weird, man. Yeah. I think experiment that people should keep doing this. There is part of me. Yeah. That's but like, like What's going to happen to, you know, like right now we're in like the golden age of music, right? Anybody with a fucking laptop and a microphone could create an album. Yeah. Right. But once this shit starts to take off, is the is there even going to be a need for that? It depends if it can recreate like the feeling of human music. I, I think that people writing new music are going to have a hell of a lot harder time getting recognized than um, whoever owns the Beatles when they put out a new Beatles album every fucking year mm. based off of this AI. You know, you're not going to be able to compete with that. No. And yeah. like when listening, it sounds like just about yeah. human. Yeah. Which I'm like, it's weird to have something non-human doing a very human thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, this shit is is just about to take off. It's really cool. Yeah, I mean, there are some not as good examples of of it, but like, I even heard a bunch of Nirvana stuff once that was done I by OpenAI. But anyway, yeah, Let's keep our eyes peeled on it because it's going to be interesting to see. And you're right, there is a lot of money to be made by the owners of the music. A ton. Yeah. A ton. Um, open AI. Yeah. Open AI. So I was actually going to send this to you the other day and I wasn't really going to talk about this, but um, I found this uh, Tool live show. I've been watching some Tool concerts this week. Fuck. Hell yeah. What year? The first one I found, 1992. Opiate. Yeah, but like right before Undertow was going to be released. Interesting. And before Tool was like huge, yeah, like Tool, Tool didn't get the recognition and for Opiate until Undertow was out. Right, people heard Undertow and they were like, "Oh my god!" And they want to hear more Tool. Then they then they pick up Opiate, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> but what I think is cr- most crazy is like the evolution of um, MGK's voice. It's fucking crazy. So I'm going to play the opening of this 1992 show. It's in a club. There's not many people there. The recording, considering, is pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it was good enough that I watched the entire set. Fair enough. Um, How long is the set? Like 45 minutes. Hell yeah. But back then, that was all the music they had. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Which is crazy. And so they're playing in this tiny little club. Um, the song I believe they open with is part of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So here, we'll just give it a listen. Probably let it play for a while. Yeah.
Is that not crazy? Fuck that it. sounds exactly like the fucking EP I was, minus this person's recording equipment. Yep, I was thinking the same thing. Like the band, especially like Maynard. Oh yeah, awesome. Did at you that see point, like right? um, uh, Adam Jones still has his back then. Yeah, he's but, still playing the fucking Silver Burst uh, Les Paul. That's his his guitar, right? I like know, but I just mean like how he, it was his favorite guitar even before they got big. Yeah. Full disclosure, I have seen that set. It's it's so good. I've probably man. seen it before as well, but I was just in the mood for some some tool, and this was on on the list. Made so, it so intense. Yeah, like this is back when he cared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see it in his face. I don't know. Later in the show, he starts to do that lean thing where he's like kind of like the hunchback Crazy of Notre person. Dame. Yeah. That's when you know Maynard's having a good show is when he starts to do that. <laughs> I, I've been to like uh, almost 10 tool shows. Interesting. If not 10 tool shows. Yeah. And those are the best ones. Have you seen the uh, the Pink Pop performance from I think 93, 92? No. It, it was after Undertow had dropped. And Maynard's in like a pink onesie. They, they play they play a bunch of uh, undertow stuff on this as well. Interesting. Some of it's not complete. Yeah. Um, the next one I'm going to do is from 1998 in Sacramento, and uh, haven't seen this one. He, this you know you know uh, Pussifer, his Billy D character or whatever that guy's name is. You know no. the the preacher guy. That, yes. <laughs> yeah. He's dressed up like exactly like that guy. Only he's playing a preacher. I should actually play this from the beginning. Because this, to me, would have been the ultimate tool show to mm-hmm. go to. Um, King Buzzo yeah. comes and plays with them on a song. On this set? On this set. Oh, yeah. shit, man. Um, anyway, I'll just going to play it. I'll play it from the beginning. And- yeah. This was the first tour I saw Tool on, by the way. Oh, you are a lucky man. (laughs) Oh, yeah, and they have a very young Justin Chancellor. Wow. Did he just join up at this point? It was during this album a couple years before. Just skip to another song. God. Um, 
here's the stink fist with uh king buzzo oh that's a king buzzo <laughs> do it let's see if we catch it oh, yeah, let's back up a little bit more so we'll probably get whatever the tail end of that, that last song is so here we go we need the help of one reverend buzz melvin where are you reverend reverend come ladies and gentlemen the only survivors of the original Manson family right here, Spawner and Survivors. Featuring the Reverend Buzz Melvin. The Lord Almighty says, I will punish you, Nineveh. I will strip you naked. And let the nation see you, see you in all your shame. What God is trying to say here is, y'all are wearing too many clothes. You need to strip off the clothes and be at one with your God. In the beginning was the word, and the word was seed, and it was plentiful, and it was bountiful, and it was fruitful, and it was potent. Strip off the clothes, grab a pole, fill a hole, the holy hole on the holy pole. Start fucking! You gotta watch that set first of all. Oh my god! I'll put a link in the uh, description. You got of the podcast. To. That character is fucking awesome to see him doing but it so much earlier. Not only that is that if you when you watch the whole show and you know at the opening he was talking about uh, religion. Yeah, the songs that they start to play in the list, you start to think about them in a lot different vein than normal hmm. and it kind of fucking makes sense, man. Like they play like eulogy right, right at the beginning and. To me, this is the golden age of of Tool. It looks like it. Um, They're all you know, 1996 to the end of the Anima tour. To me, that was as good as Tool gets. Yeah, sure. Lateralis is fucking awesome. It's different. They're all good, but Anima is probably the best Tool album. It's my favorite. Yeah. Anyway, uh, when was the last time you saw? Well, how many Tool concerts have you been to? Two. Yeah. 
was his voice at that either of them mm, i was pretty high for both of them so i so you don't have a memory of the fucking show i do it wasn't that quality no you guys said that uh he was in particularly rough shape on that tour the la- the last time yeah yeah he like uh lost his voice like two weeks before we saw him right yeah yeah i had a fantastic time but definitely not the the caliber of maynard just and, in general like as a performer and either. this is also i think the last tour where he was the front man right yeah who would you say is the front man now danny carey well danny carey i think has always been like the leader of the group yeah um but yeah those i think this was the last tour that he you know, was front and center on stage. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, man. He's, uh, I think we talked about it before, but I'm okay with no more tool. No, I don't know. I think like from what I've been hearing about these live shows, I've been following all the right, the set right. lists. Mm. They're playing the songs that I've been wanting to hear, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like some older stuff. They're playing hooker with a penis almost every fucking night. And that was like, I don't. I don't think I've seen them play hooker with a penis since the first time I saw Tool, which was during this tour. The, yeah, the nineteen ninety six release of Anima. Yeah, I'd see him again. Yeah, I would too. Uh, I just mean album wise. Like I, I don't know. I don't I'm, know. That album always grows on me. Fear Inoculum. Yeah, I haven't given it, it a listen in like getting, a year. Keeps getting better. Every time I hear it, it it's better. And I honestly think. Whether Tool will admit it or not, I feel like it's like a sister album to Anima. Interesting. Yeah. Numa is, and I don't know if they've ever admitted it. Numa is definitely from these days. In terms of just the style? It has to be. Yeah. It seems like it's, to me, it seems like a song off of the Anima album. I mean, they may have changed it, but I, I, I bet you they've. They've had that song uh, around for a long time. Yeah. yeah. I think the drumming definitely has evolved because you get those. Oh, yeah. I, Danny Carey was doing that floor tom stuff in like the lateralis and 10,000 days era too. Yeah. Didn't he's always he had a crazy set of drums. He's been doing um, like virtual collaborations with people. to just doing like covers of oh, okay. people's music. He's supposed to do some really weird electronic sort of solo thing during this tour that would be fucking awesome i haven't heard it but yeah his solo on the last tour was fantastic last tour oh yeah still ten thousand days stuff right yeah i think it was yeah but he has that whole like drum track on fear inoculum right chocolate chip trip Trip, exactly yeah definitely worth a watch yeah that's all i got me too Okay. Au revoir.